This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hi. I'm Johnny. Oh, Johnny, how are you? I'm good, but uh, I got a problem. Uh, yeah? I'm Johnny Orlando. Okay. And that over there is Susan. Are you guys related to Tony? That's the problem. Tony stole my act. Oh, I see. So it's Joni, or I'm sorry, Joni hey. Orlando, Johnny Orlando, and see what and I'm Susan? talking about. That's exactly right. Well, Johnny, and she is enchanting. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? I can't really see her from here. Well, that's part of the problem. But uh, she's imaginary. Oh, okay. Good. So you can't really see her from anywhere. But I have the ability to do three-part harmony at once. Oh, Johnny, that's so impressive. Did you want to do it for us now? Not now. Oh, okay. What? Then why are you calling? Did I call? I thought we just bumped into each other. No. <laughs> then why are we bumping into each other? I don't know. Waiting for a bus, maybe. Mm-mm. Back to Atlantic City so I can get even with Tony. No, uh, I, th- I believe Tony has passed away. What? Am I wrong? If Tony's gone, my whole reason for living is over. Okay, hold on. I could be wrong. Please tell me you're wrong. I, w- I want to be wrong. Oh, Jesus. Tony Orlando, alive and well. Thank you, because alive I am on a mission. and well. Not for long, if I have any say. Okay. What? Johnny. Yes. Tony Orlando is a... Uh, I, I, around my parts, we just know him as Tony, the no-good fink. I see. Well, I just have to know tell you that around these parts he's pretty much a national treasure yeah the whole thing would knock three times yeah uh, i was my thing okay on the ceiling no on the floor oh see everything i did was better but just a little different i see that's why susan was such a hit and twice on the pipes what did you do for that i did a lot of cocaine free, <laughs> free base okay well you know what? God bless you, uh, Johnny. Right. Uh, I wish you nothing but luck, but uh, perhaps we won't run into each other ever Wait, is again. This, is this encounter over? This encounter is is over, and uh, I look forward to not reading about it in the Lost Encounters or Chance Encounters on Craigslist. Chance Encounters of the Third Kind? Because uh, that's really a creepy spot on Craigslist. Never gone there. But Don't. let me tell you where I am going. Okay. To Tony Orlando's house. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. All right. So what do you think? I think I'm going to call the police. Can we pitch this? Is that a good idea? That's my idea for a show. Johnny Orlando and Susan? Yes, they're no. very uptight. It's Adult Swim. Oh. Could, okay. be, it could be animated. I see. Oh. I'm open to anything at this point. All right, well, uh, okay. Have it- you seen some of the stuff that Carson used to have? Uh, yeah. That was not funny. What are you talking about? Uh, I saw one guy who wasn't funny. Who? I don't know. I'm not going to say. 
Oh. I think his name was Tony Orlando. <laughs> well, he's a singer. That's right. Not very funny. That was the other thing with my act. Uh-huh. I was a comedian. Okay. Bye. Here's my ride. Okay. Bye. I see your Uber has picked you up and whisked you away to Atlantic City. Uh, anyway, welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 106. 106 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals... Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean. King? King? Uh, okay. Did, why? Because we're really competitive. I'm going to show you chicks who's boss. I see. I, You know... Didn't I lose that battle? Bobby Riggs lost the battle, but I'm not sure that Bobby Riggs was ever... Uh, was he ever a champion? Whoa. I don't know. He's before my time. Okay. I mean, he, this is the thing. I think he went into it. Just pulling it, names out of hat at this point. I think he went into it not very serious. And, uh, and she went she, into it with a pair of nuts. She went into it deadly serious. And uh, that's it. All right. Thanks for bringing that well, up. I kind of blew it all on the whole Tony Orlando thing. So, you know, at this point. You well, know, then don't do how that. How many fucking bits am I supposed to do? Well, all the bits. Oh, Jesus. Do the bit. This is this is your podcast. I'm just kind of the the opie of the show. Well, brother man. Mm-hmm. Brother man. <clears throat> Shecky Rakio. All right, so what do we got today? What's, <clears throat> what's on the agenda? Well, I have no idea what we're doing. Today's... Let me interrupt you again. I'm going to keep interrupting you. Okay. Sorry. Today's episode is one of... Uh, oh, you know, Indians are taking over America. Bah! I'm sorry. Okay. Well, all right. I don't know what to say about that. Did you mean Native Americans or Indians from India? I don't know. You'll have to ask Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. I think he meant Indians from India. Uh, I don't want to talk about him. Today's episode is... A Conspiracies, Unsolved Mysteries, and Deep Dark Secrets episode. Wait, we always do these. I'm just kidding. I love these. Why do you do that? Is this with Don Henley again? Can we have Don Henley as a guest host? Why are you shitting on this? I'm not shitting on it. It's the opposite. Is it? Yeah. Didn't we just do this? Is the opposite of shitting. Did we? Uh, A month ago. Exactly. Six or seven episodes ago. All right. Let's hit it. I'm, uh, I'm getting upset with you now. Jeez. I'm just being honest. Just putting it out there. We're no longer friends. Uh, with these episodes, if you're new to the show, uh, we have one story that's a conspiracy, one that's an unsolved mystery, and one that is a deep, dark secret. I let Dave pick which order we go in, and I briefly tell him what it is, and then we talk about it, and he shits on it <laughs> he i don't think you've ever loved a conspiracy an unsolved mystery or a deep dark secret hmm. so let's let's go which one would you like to do first uh unsolved mystery all right today's unsolved mystery is the phoenix lights 
Something strange did happen in the sky over Arizona last night. More than 100 witnesses called the UFO hotline, and at least two local people caught the strange lights on videotape. This is the way the lights looked over Phoenix at about 10 o'clock last night. The home video shows three strange objects hovering directly over downtown. I'm assured by looking at this that these, these objects are in front of South Mountain. But I have no take on what they are at this time. We haven't had enough time to study the situation. And these objects were not only seen over Phoenix. There have been multiple descriptions, but the people up in northern Arizona saw lights that were distinctly red. By the time they'd gotten down to Phoenix, they were white, the color of stars, bluish-white, people described. The first sighting last night came in from Paulden, then Prescott, and then Phoenix, where the objects turned white. The white objects were later seen over Tucson, and the last sightings were from northwest Arizona around Kingman. I saw them and a, at the uh, band shell in Central Park. Oh, okay. Were they great? No, they're terrible. All right. Out of tune. Out of tune. I see. Out, out of touch and out of time and out of tune. All right. Well, these are a different Phoenix Lights event. Oh. It is not a band that you saw at the band show. You spell it with lights, L-I-T-E-S? No. See, that's what I, the one I saw did. I see. Okay. The Phoenix Lights, sometimes called the Lights Over Phoenix, were a series of widely sighted, unidentified flying objects. All right, stop. I know what it is. All right. It's those damn candles they put up in the air they float around above weddings and start California hillsides on fire uh, the Chinese lanterns yeah no what that's not what these were oh how do we know because there's Dave thousands of people saw this it's, it's not well, a weather if you, balloon if you, if, it's... You, if you can create a flash mop you can create a flash thing in the sky it's a coordinated event some witnesses describe the fleet of lights as a V-shaped formation. Some say they were in a line. Others saw a diamond shape, and still others saw a star. Or another uh, observer reported that when one turned, they all turned together, as if by the same command. The UFOs were observed in the skies over the U.S. Uh, states of Arizona, Nevada, and the Mexican state of Sonora on March 13th. All right, let's cancel that one out. They are not dependable. 1997. So we're coming up on uh, 24 years since this has happened. Like clockwork, every day in the valley, someone will call the police reporting seeing a UFO. Strange lights in the sky moving in strange ways. But it is very rare for thousands of people to call and report seeing the same lights in the same spot at the same time. It happened last night, and eyewitnesses who saw it say it's like nothing they've ever seen before. Lights of varying descriptions were seen by thousands of people between 7.30 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. Uh, mountain time in a space of about 300 miles. Uh, there were two distinct events involved in the incident, a triangular formation of lights seen to pass over the state, and a series of stationary lights seen in the Phoenix area. Allegedly, the United States Air Force identified the second group of lights as flares dropped by an A-10 warthog. What the hell is that? Uh, it's something I think that they made up. I think they warthog. made that up. I think we've seen, uh, or I have seen with all of my many UFO documentaries that I've watched uh, and talked about, that the government is very quick to tell you what you saw. Yes. It started with Roswell. 
Uh, it has continued. And it started just, with Roswell, and it does not end well, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has continued, and up recently in the past four or five years, they've admitted that there are unidentified things, but... Uh, That's too vague. It's too vague, and it's too few, and it's too late. I do not trust the government when it comes to UFOs. I just don't. So their flare nonsense, I don't believe it for a second. And I know thousands of people also don't agree with it. Well, what do other people say it is? People think it was UFOs because that's what they saw. Thousands of people saw the same exact things. Like, holy crap, look! It was a perfect triangle just floating across the sky way up there. (laughs) Aliens first thing that I thought. But it scared the heck out of me. It isn't exactly close encounters of the third kind, but this series of strange lights, which appeared in the northern Arizona sky last night, has thousands of people scratching their heads. I think it was a spaceship of some sort, because, I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. Last night, shortly after 8 p.m., Hundreds, maybe thousands of Arizonans reported seeing a triangular-shaped object with three distinct lights streaking across the sky at incredible speed. Was fish playing anywhere in the area? I don't know if fish was playing anywhere in the area. I don't know that that has anything to do with it. Never trust a fish head. The lights were reported to have reappeared in 2007 and 2008. Oh, come on, man. What are they making an anniversary tour? But again, these events were quickly attributed to allegedly being military flares. What are they dropping the flares for? They're not dropping flares. That's a lie. Why would you drop flares? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they would drop flares. I don't Did know Did anyone what... ever find any flares on the ground? I don't think so. Well, then they didn't drop flares. So the initial report happened at uh, 7.55... A man reported seeing a V-shaped object above Henderson, Nevada. Now, Henderson's right next to Las Vegas. Do you know that? Now I do. Okay. He said it was about the size of a Boeing 747 and sounded like rushing wind. Now, did he place a bet in Las Vegas saying that someone would identify a UFO that night? And it had six lights on its leading edge. The lights reportedly traversed northwest to southeast. An unidentified former police officer from Paulden, Arizona, is claimed to have been the next person to report the sighting after leaving his house at about 8.15 Mountain Time. As he was driving north, he allegedly saw a cluster of reddish and orange lights in the sky, comprising four lights together and a fifth light trailing them. Each of the individual lights in the formation appeared to the witness to consist of two separate point sources of orange light. He returned home and through binoculars watched the lights until they disappeared south over the horizon. According to reports, the sightings began at about 8.20 just north of Prescott, with the lights then moving rapidly from Prescott to Glendale to Tempe to Chino Valley and finally arriving in Tucson at about 9 o'clock. The lights traveled close to 200 miles in about 40 minutes. So during the Phoenix event... Numerous still photographs and videotapes were made, distinctly showing a series of lights appearing at a regular interval, remaining illuminated for several moments, and then going out. 
All right. These images have been repeatedly aired by documentary television channels such as the Discovery Channel and the History Channel as part of their UFO documentary programming. The most frequently seen sequence shows what appears to be an arc of lights appearing one by one, then going out one by one. UFO advocates claim that these images showed that the lights were some form of running light or other aircraft illumination along the leading edge of the large craft, which they estimate to be as large as a mile in diameter. So that's a big, big thing in the sky. Yeah. Now, you've seen the videos, right? I think so. Of the Phoenix Lights? I think maybe. I don't remember. I've seen some stuff. Those are the lights in the sky. I would say that if you had, unless you fired seven flares or six flares at the same exact time, they would not fall at Why, the same exact time. How do we know that's just not aircraft? Because so many people saw it. So many people Air saw Force it. Air Force aircraft, that they're just denying it is. And the number of lights seen ranges from one to nine. I'm told that at least one traffic controller saw the lights. They were reported by at least one commercial airline pilot. But John and Marlene, nothing showed up on radar. Nothing showed up on radar? Nothing. Hmm. All right. A mystery then still. Jim, thank you. You're welcome. I was going to say, it sounded like some type of military aircraft, That's what we but were if it thinking doesn't show up on radar, that. now you've got me wondering. You think lit one huge, one mile wide. But it's not one mile wide, it's just there's seven or eight of them. People seem to think that this, all together, it's one mile wide. So whether They're it's, flying in coordination. So you, even though thousands of people saw this, thousands of people. Yes, they're mistaken. You, you think those those thousands of people are mistaken, but you who weren't there and are just watching a VHS tape yes. of the event know better. I have a more uh, subjective outlook. Mm-hmm. It, it, see, I don't feel it's true. I feel like you just want to shit on conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and deep dark secrets. If you don't trust the Air Force, why would you assume they'd, they'd own up to it? Why would they? If they're they not, didn't, they they they. Why wouldn't they just tell you it's flares instead of saying what their real mission is? They're probably doing some corrupt shit, but it doesn't mean it's out from another land. See, I, this is the thing. I think if the government was doing something, yeah. they would not go go and do it over Phoenix. Maybe they don't give a shit. Maybe they had to do it over Phoenix. Maybe they were doing something over Phoenix. Well. This is how these uh, these segments usually go, folks. Dave UFO. Dave. I'm talking more like UF. You know, it's the government covering up. The government was not dropping flares. I can guarantee yeah. it. They were flying in coordinated effort in order to bring heroin into the ghettos. Okay, why would they fly over Phoenix to do that? Because that gets all the attention when you're looking up at the skies that do the drop in the ground. I see. Yeah, someone else snuck up on the other side in an ATV, and they lo- loaded up the the train on the ground. Uh-huh. So it's a it's a it's a wagon and dog. Mm. And the dog is heroin. It's wagging the horse. So I just want to make sure I've got this right. It's the wagon pulling the horse. Is what's happening here? What, and was OJ anywhere in sight? Because he could have been a possibility, too. 
possibility. Oh, well, see what I'm saying? Because there is no answer. That's why it's a mystery. It's if an guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. If this one was called "Explain Mysteries," we'd have an answer. But there cannot be an answer because it's unexplained mystery. So. In another uh, page of the government trying to convince you that they know what you saw and you have no idea what you saw. Weather balloon. The governor of Arizona, Fife Symington III, held a press conference stating that they had found who was responsible. He then proceeded to make light of the situation by bringing his aide on stage dressed in an alien costume. But in March of 2007 which was 10 years after the event, Symington said he had witnessed one of the craft's unknown origin during the 1997 event, although he did not go public with that information. The lights were really brilliant, uh, and it was just fascinating. It, I mean, it was, it was enormous. It just felt otherworldly. You know, you're, in your gut, you could just tell it was otherworldly. It's very significant that someone of the stature of a governor would come out and say that they acknowledge that they experienced uh, a UFO um, because it brings a lot of credibility and strength to the case. Governor Simonton says he did tell his family, friends, and staff about what he saw early on. I still, behind the scenes, uh, tried to investigate it, but I got nowhere. He said, I'm a pilot, and I know just about every machine that flies. It was bigger than anything I've seen. It remains a great mystery. Other people saw it, responsible people. How do you prove it's an it? I don't know why people would ridicule it. Symington had earlier said it was enormous and inexplicable. Who knows where it came from? A lot of people saw it, and I saw it too. It was dramatic, and it couldn't have been flares because it was too symmetrical, which I just told you. It had a geometric outline, a constant Man, shape. Ducks fly in a V in a in a in a perfect order. And right. they're ducks. Okay, you're not listening. What? It can't be flares unless each one Look, was dropped at exactly the Okay. What? You, you put some lights on some ducks mm-hmm. and have them fly in formation. What's the difference? You know what? I don't know why I get so annoyed with you. I'm just saying if you have because I know what's eight. happening. I know what'll happen. Eight and or nine ducks in yes. a V shape with lights on them. So at the f- night, all you're going to see is the ducks. I with see. The lights. So you think the Phoenix Lights was a very coordinated duck? Duck? No, I think it's ensemble. a very coordinated Air Force mission where uh-huh. they all fly in in coordination to each other. You know, um, some Blue Devil shit. Right, and but there was no sound of engines. It was just rushing. It's too wind. far away. I see. Too far away. Maybe they had silences. If you can silence a gun, you can silence an engine. Maybe so, that's some technology the Air Force has that they haven't unveiled on everybody else, and uh, they were checking it out. In an episode of the television show UFO Hunters called The Arizona Lights, Symington said that he contacted the military asking what the lights were. The response was no comment. Yeah, who are you? He pointed out to them that he was the governor of Arizona and not just some ordinary citizen. Not high enough clearance there, Fife. So, uh, and then it says here, Francis, yes? Bill Clinton said the stuff that he doesn't even know. So why's Fife going to know? Francis Barwood, the 1997 Phoenix City Councilwoman who wants... these people are white 
motherfuckers. Who launched an investigation into the event said that of the over 700 witnesses she interviewed herself. Yeah. The government had not interviewed any of them. Well, so that just tells you it's a government cover-up. Well, it's not flares. Well, of course it's not flares, but don't assume that it's not them. It's them. Okay, say it's them. If the aliens are here, they're probably part of the Air Force. Say it's the government. 24 years later, we don't have anything that looks like that. That is a mile wide or can fly in formation like that. I, I would think Maybe 20, we do. Well, I would think 24 years later, we would see that. We, those, Maybe we can't see it. Okay. It might be morphing into something else. Okay. I think we're done with Phoenix Lights. You've well, no, on, have you shit on it enough? What do you want me to say? It's absolutely an alien thing? I don't... I, I, no, you don't have to say that, but you don't have to say that you'd rather believe it's uh, ducks, because that's... No, I'm really just saying. Uncool. No, I'm saying that if ducks can fly in formation with such precision, mm-hmm. why can't the Air Force? Well, I don't know that the ducks fly in formation with such precision. Looks pretty precise when you see them. Not a mile wide. Well, I'm not talking about ducks. I'm saying what the same t- concept applies to the airplanes. Mm-hmm. Okay. If a primitive animal like a duck does it, what? If a primitive duck can do it, the Air Force can do it. A mile wide. All right. UFO enthusiasts all over the country are beginning to talk about it on the Internet. And the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFON, calls it, quote, the most dramatic series of sightings in Arizona in a decade. Whatever it was, it has more than a few Phoenicians watching the skies tonight. Now, if you just look at the videotape, you might wonder what's so unusual about three or four bright lights in the sky, what with so many planes coming and going from a Sky Harbor airport. But the people who saw the lights will say the lights were orange, they were bright, and they were big, and they were like nothing they've ever seen before. And it's important to point out that just as fast as word of these strange lights have spread, uh, explanations have been tossed about that they were flares, that there were planes flying in formation. But Mark and Robin, we check with the FAA today, we check with Sky Harbor, and we check with Luke Air Force Base, and there's been no official explanation of those strange bright lights last night. In the meantime, these people are going to stay here all the way through midnight, thinking that those lights might return, and their cameras are on ready. Well, you're right, Paul. With no definitive answer, it still remains a mystery. Okay, thank you. So that is it for the shitting of the, the Phoenix Lights by Dave. Oh, what, you know, what are you going to say? You could say that perhaps the thousands of people who saw something are uh, more reliable than you who just thinks it's ducks. Okay, that's possible. But you have to realize that if you were to ask a police officer for uh, what happens when you ask people to give an eyewitness account and a blue car goes past at 90 miles per hour, mm-hmm. many of those people will say it's black or green and even red. They'll, they're, they're, they might even fabricate something else. Mm-hmm. And it's based upon your brain playing tricks on you. Okay. It's, okay. Just, it's just a fact. So thousands of people's brains played the exact same trick on them. No. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I don't know what evidence you have that there was any mass between the lights. One witness from Prescott, who wished to be known only as JR, said he watched a boomerang-shaped object glide over Granite Mountain, and it was at least a mile wide. Yeah, but did he see anything other than the lights in the perimeter? He said he watched a boomerang-shaped object. I understand object. what he said, but did he see anything other than what I'm just asking you? And he won't even admit who he is. 
he said, oh, it's JR. He uh, said, uh, we don't have anything that big. It was totally silent. I've uh, never seen anything even close to the colors from uh, the exhaust that propelled this thing. It was as big as downtown Prescott and completely blocked out the stars. So it was a one piece of thing. Hmm. Maybe. I All never right. saw it. What? I never saw it. Well, no, because we were not in Phoenix in 1997. We were in New York City. Yeah. If they want to impress anybody, they got to come to the city. Mm -hmm. It should be called the Manhattan Lights. All right. Let's move on from the unsolved mystery. Okay. Next we have conspiracies or Deep Dark Secrets. Deep Dark Secret. Are you sure? My Deep Dark Secret is that this is crazy. What's crazy? The idea that you could solve a mystery, unsolved mystery. I didn't ask you to solve the mystery. Well, don't worry. It seems like you're upset with me for for not agreeing. I'm always upset with you for not agreeing. This is not a new situation here. All right, never mind. Our deep, dark secret is all about YouTuber Blippi. Before he was Blippi, a Mr. Rogers for the YouTube age, he was Steezy Grossman, and he pooped on his friends. Ew. Uh, Stephen John was born in uh, May of 1988. Yeah, what, what year was he first molested? He's, but he's better known by his alias Blippi. He's currently an American children's entertainer and educator on YouTube, Hulu, and Amazon Video. I've seen the guy. He looks creepy. The Blippi character that John portrays has a childlike energy. And yeah, so does Peter Pan. Why can't we stick with that? He is always dressed in a blue and orange beanie cap, blue shirt, orange suspenders, and a bow tie. Sounds like he stole some shit from Pee Wee Herman. And that's just the sexual deviancy. This is the problem with Blippi. And God forbid, who knows if if this is going to get taken down because Blippi doesn't like you talking about Blippi. Blippi. More like hippie. Literally a year before he became Blippi, he made videos where he shit on people. He's a scatologist. The BuzzFeed News article has this line. In a hard R twist, in a 2013 video that BuzzFeed News has viewed, Stephen Blippi John takes an explosive diarrhea on his nude friend's ass in a truly shocking rendition of the Harlem Shake meme. He made videos where he shit on people. I shit on people all the time. And he called it gross out humor. It is. Disgusting. It's That's not humorous though. Oh, See, that's oh. the thing. You can't say I'm a gross-out comic. There's nothing funny about watching someone shit on somebody. Look, yes? Remember Gigi Allen? I never saw Gigi Allen. Yeah. Well, I don't want him babysitting. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, you prefer, you choose to perform that way. That's fine. But keep that shit to yourself See, and don't stop babysitting. This is the thing. And Blippi is like, oh, I regret making those videos. They, of course, they're, they're, you know, I thought they were funny. 
Yeah, if they might have been funny. Now go meet, hang out with John Waters. Do let me shit. just tell you something that's never funny. You'd never wake up one day and say, wouldn't it be hilarious if I shit on somebody yeah. and taped it, videotaped it? That's just not funny. He has the right to express himself, but he also has the right to stay the fuck away from the kids. Exactly. And it's not like... That's disgusting, It's not bro. like blippy shit on somebody, and then 20 years later, he said, oh my God, what an idiot I am. I should have never done that. Let me let me now do this. It's literally the next year. He starts this uh, these kids shows. He's calling them, and he is creepy. And I I shame would, on the parents who so, uh, say that's okay. Yeah, shame on anybody who says, "Oh, he he was just being gross, a uh, gross out comic." That's not no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, wrong. He, this is his. That is his true yeah, character. That, that's not the only thing about him. Yeah, sometimes you got to judge a book by its cover. Uh huh. This motherfucker's covered in poop. Well, he's covered in poop, but no, he did the pooping. But no, I'm I, saying he looks creepy. I'm sorry. I, I I have a right to say that he looks creepy. He does look creepy, and if you watch any of his videos on YouTube, he is really creepy. And I don't know why people allow their kids to watch it. I don't know that. I mean, these stories of him uh, shitting on people uh, are on the internet. The videos are not. Here's the kicker to the story. He didn't just poop onto his friend. He pooped onto his friend's butthole when his friend was naked, willingly receiving the poop. It's not like his friend was sleeping and he was like, hey, I'm gonna poop on my friend. That's like a jackass style thing, which is really gross. That's one thing. But no, his friend was bent over and Blippy shot poop into this man's butthole. What's the name of the guy with the mustache? Beef. It's for dinner. Of Sam Elliott? Yeah, no, that's a role model you want for your kid. Not Blippy. You want someone you can look up to and say, now that man should star in a movie with Cher about an ugly motherfucking kid on a motorcycle. Okay, so just listen to this. So I went onto Blippi's channel because Blippi has a ridiculous amount of subscribers. Blippi, I'm getting hungry. Is anyone else feeling me? Blippi? Blippi best? What happened? So I went onto Blippi's channel and I have... Uh, I have something called Video IQ or Vid IQ. It's something that uh, if you have a YouTube channel, it, it gives you little extra stats. Uh-huh. So I can go to Blippi's channel and I will I see all of his uh, his likes and dislikes at a glance. Like I don't have to go to each video to see the likes and dislikes. Likes poop. Dislikes not poop. All of his videos are at least 60%, at least 40% downvoted. So he doesn't have any videos that people really enjoy. And well, when not, you're a scatologist, it tends to be a problem. And if you go into the videos, the comments are all turned off. Yeah, you know, well, that's because it's supposedly protecting the kids. Any any video you have that is child related, you have to have the comments turned is off. Is that true? Yes, but that's how you also hide the truth of your pedophilia. How do you know that? I just know. No, did you know? Does YouTube does doesn't allow comments on kids stuff? Am I mistaken? 
I don't know. Are, are you making that up? I'm or not did making you hear it up. It? Oh, okay. I thought maybe I'm wrong. That's the impression I was under. I think I might have learned that when I was investigating Blippi. So Blippi... Because I happen to have been the one who told you about this creepy motherfucker. Yes. When I was younger, I watched Captain Kangaroo, who was a kindly old gentleman who read stories. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that kids watched. And I think it was great. Uh, Blippi literally acts like a moron. And he tries to pretend that he's acting the way kids act. It's not the way a kid acts unless uh, you're grooming that kid. I, I don't understand why people watch him. In this, in this age of cancel culture, where people can be canceled for the most minute of things, here we have Blippi out and about doing his really crazy shit and people just ignoring or glossing over the fact that he literally had scat videos maybe not even a full year before he decided to make this blippy persona. So it makes me wonder who is behind him? Who is his agent? It's got to be someone like an Irving Azoff who is just willing to steamroll anybody good and decent who brings up something against Blippy. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be cool, man. You wanna make shit videos, and you know, maybe you can make some punk rock music after. But don't go for the kids. You don't, yeah. What's wrong with you, dude? It's disgusting, and it's just like people man, are like, why, oh, well, that. Why, he... What the fuck? One extreme to the. I mean, maybe you could try working at McDonald's or something. There's something wrong with him. Definitely. That's not. It's never going to be normal to make a video of yourself shitting on somebody. But that's then, not that's normal. That's not the only thing, though. And then to go to such an extreme to think that it would be okay to become a role model for kids and and America's babysitter. Yeah, to me, that's what grooming. Is wrong with you? It's just what is wrong with you, man? And but I haven't made scat videos, and I'm not going to babysit anyone. I, you know, be cool, dude. The fuck. I don't know what's up with him, but. I I don't feel like I don't feel like a good parent would allow their kids to watch that. No one's forcing anyone to watch him, so he's you know. Hey, if you're dumb enough to buy that shit, good luck. Yeah, but I mean, dude, how do you how do you as a as a parent how do you let your kid watch something and you don't even investigate it a little bit? All you have to do is put Blippy into a search, and it comes up questionable background. Uh, you know, embarrassing things. It's it's yeah, if you, crazy. If you look at it on uh, one of those sites that will tell you what's true or not. Snopes? Yeah. They'll say partially false. See, some, that, that's because someone is behind him that has a lot of sway. Yeah, and they can't even fully say false. But they're, they're, Snopes is filled with shit anyway, but... What of I, course they're full of shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, they're so full of shit and they still can't cover it up. But we had this discussion the other day where I'm just, I am of the mind they are trying to normalize pedophilia for whatever reasons. Uh, it's disgusting, but I feel like they, and I don't know who they are, the powers that be, mm. are trying to normalize it with this cuties, with these these horrendous TikTok dances with little kids 
and and now Blippi, who clearly seems like he is not the best person to be entertaining or educating a child at any time. Uh, if you if Blippi went to a school and said, "I want to become a teacher here, a first grade teacher." And they had an inkling that he had videos out where he shat on someone. I don't think he'd be hired. But YouTube, for whatever reason, they want to uh, take down content they find questionable, uh, you know, conservative content or whatever. But yet, Blippi, there he is, just reaching millions of kids or more. all you have to do is hit play on one of his videos, and if you are a normal person, you will be creeped out in less than five seconds. The weird voice, the weird uh, actions, it's, it's, it's pretty astonishing that people turn to him for anything. But like I said, the downvotes tell the tale, and there is not one video that has that is higher than like 60% approval but people are angry enough to go and seek his videos out just to downvote so i feel like probably some of his views are just people getting on there to downvote fuck blippy so other than that he had this crazy thing happen where he was he was going to do this tour this blippy tour Parents of young children across the country are angry tonight after learning that the host of a popular YouTube show for kids is sending an impersonator out to do a live show in his name. Imagine buying tickets to a share concert then finding out it's a share impersonator. So much to learn about. That's how hundreds of parents feel. Flippy. After buying tickets to see the preschool YouTube sensation Blippy. So I got the email that says Blippy Live is coming and so I was like, holy cow, because my son loves him. So Michael Walkoff texted his wife that he was buying tickets to a show in Columbus, Ohio. Good thing he asked. And she sent me a text back saying, I heard that it's not even really him. Michael had almost paid extra for a meet and greet. You know, you could pay an extra 50 or $55 per person to go meet Blippi, which it's not even him. He's not the only dazed and confused parent. I am really dizzy now. <laughs> BuzzFeed says angry parents are demanding refunds since they thought they were seeing the real actor, Stephen John. It was going to be like almost $350 for three people. And I was like... Uh, no, I'm not paying to meet, you know, some guy dressed up as Blippy. I can dress up as Blippy. I'm not going to look anything like him, but, you know. The promoters tell Billboard, we thought we made the announcement abundantly clear Stephen would not be going on tour, but they've now changed the website. It has a little explanation that they put on the main page now, I think after several thousand people have complained. This three-year-old probably wouldn't know the difference, but he says it's the principle. If you pay for share, you want share, not a look-alike. And Blippi's promoter says they will contact ticket holders and will let them know they can apply for a refund if they're not happy that they bought tickets to see an impersonator. At least it won't be an Elvis impersonator. Gallagher 2. Gallagher 2. So people had to, people asked for their money back. Uh, Fuck him. I'm done with him. Oh, okay. I guess we're done with the deep dark secret. 
Fuck him. All right. Are you ready for conspiracies? Yes. Interdimensional beings. We normally think of ourselves as living in a three-dimensional world. We can move in three ways, left or right, up or down, and forwards and backwards. But physics liked adding extra dimensions. Einstein suggested time should be a fourth dimension. Then someone suggested a fifth spatial dimension, and then a sixth. The numbers just kept growing. The extra dimensions were spaces in the universe which we could never perceive. Most were microscopically small, but scientists believed they were really there. String theory had been convinced there were, in total, exactly ten dimensions. I don't know what that means. So I was watching uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson the other day. He was on Anthony Cumia's show on Compound Media. Why can't it just be Neil Tyson? What what is deGrasse? I don't know. I I don't know. It's not my business. So uh, he would... Anthony wound up asking him a question about eyes. And Neil deGrasse Tyson went into this uh, interesting explanation about eyes. And he said, As much as we like to praise our eyes, what we have found is that most of the universe, large and small, cannot and will not ever come to us through our eyeballs, through the sensory system of your brain-eye connection. Right, there we are limitations. There are, the, the origin of the universe comes to us through microwaves. You can't detect microwaves. Right. The, it, the, the black holes in the middle of the universe, um, in the middle of the galaxy, um, are giving off x-rays. You can't detect x-rays. Um, so, so the eye sees a tiny slice of the electromagnetic spectrum. Right, the spectrum. So given what's out there sending us signals in space and on nature, we are practically blind. I thought that was very interesting. And I, it made me think of, okay, so there could be interdimensional shit around us that we just don't see because our eyes don't allow for it. And then occasionally we do see something and people may be mistake it for ghosts but it could be some sort of interdimensional crossover that's possible i don't know why i i i don't know how you would ever i i don't know about that well michio kaku and a lot of physicists say that there's you know many many dimensions right mm-hmm. so there could be some sort of life i mean why would you have an 11th or 12th dimension if there was nothing there? There would have to be something there, right? You don't just don't have a dimension with no no matter or no space or some time in it. There's got to be so, it's there's got to be something there. So, let me read to you the interdimensional hypothesis. Uh, this is an idea advanced by ufologists such as Jacques Vallee 
that said unidentified flying objects and related events involve visitations from other realities or dimensions that coexist separately alongside our own. He's saying that there can be ETs from other planets, but perhaps we have ITs right from this that's that occupy the same space just in another dimension. Well, where's proof of this? Well, I guess there is no proof. Well, then it's absolute nonsense. You don't, you don't think there's any interdimensional beings? I, I don't think that it's worth spending any thought on if you can't prove it. I don't want any... I can't... Look, I don't want to spend thought on anything if you can't prove it. Because it's a waste of time. How about them apples? If you can't prove it, Look, like Herbie and Mike Clark said, uh-huh. actual proof. Uh-huh. I need actual proof. That's it. I need the actual proof. Now, they were referring to chanting Buddhism, and the actual proof was that they made that recording called actual proof. I see. But I need actual proof in reality. Now, if you can tell me there's a UFO, let's get some proof. Otherwise, it's just never ending. So... Is something going on that I can't see? Maybe, but I never can prove it, so why am I wasting time on it? That's what I'm saying. That's my that's how that's why this shit drives me crazy. That's why I'm not a sci-fi guy, because I can't prove any of it. It's just like it ain't happening. Give me something to work with and I can go, but otherwise it's just like I'm off in fantasy land. That's really my problem with all this shit. I need proof. I need to be able to see some some proof. All right. So. I see. I know that JFK's head was blown off. Okay. That that I can prove that. All right. Why would you want to? I well, I'm just saying that's concrete. All right. That's... But whether there was two shooters, apparently we're never gonna know. So that whole conspiracy thing goes nowhere. All right. Well, this was not part of the JFK assassination. It was not part of our conspiracies and solved mysteries and deep dark secrets. These scientists episode. are saying shit that no one can prove. So how do we know they're not just full of shit? Well, or how do you know that they're just not thinking outside the box? Well, how do you know there's twelve dimensions? How do we even know there's one dimension? Because well, we call space, it a dimension. Space, time. Yeah, but how do you prove any of this? Like 3D? How do you prove it? Well, I mean, you know that something that's two-dimensional is flat, right? Okay. Like a paper. Yeah. Length, time, width. But once, it, but a box uh, is length, three. time, width. What? Length, times width. But something like a box is three-dimensional, right? Yeah. And then there's the fourth dimension, which is time. Well, who says? Well, this, this, I guess the scientists say. I think they're making that shit up. Well, somebody has to make it up. Do they? Somebody has to invent it. Well, maybe they can prove it to me through their inventions. But I can't understand it when you're talking about it. I mean, I know an engine exists. I don't know how they invented that. Does that have something to do with dimensions? She gets very intangible. All right, so... <clears throat> Ask someone to name every dimension they know of, and they'll likely list the following. Length, width, and depth. 
They might also add time if they're thinking outside the three-dimensional box, but asking a string theorist how many dimensions are there... String would, theorist? String theory? What the fuck is that? It's like, uh, it's like uh, string theory. What is that? But asking a string theorist how many dimensions are there would elicit a very different response. According uh, to this branch of theoretical physics... Theoretical are, physics? That sounds like nonsense. Theoretical physics... How about just physics? Because it's theoretical physics. Why well, it doesn't That's like exist Michio Kaku. Is theoretical a, means you can't prove it. Michio Kaku is a theoretical physicist. The theory is not proven. According to this branch of theoretical physicists, there are at least 10 dimensions of space. Why not 100? Most of which are impossible for humans to perceive. Well, that's convenient. Well, that's what brought me to the Neil Look, deGrasse Tyson eye. Uh, apparently, there are colors that we can't see in the spectrum. Yes, because we don't need to see them to survive. That, that I understand. Okay, so what else don't we need to see to survive? Well, who knows? That's you can't prove it. If we have, we have, apparently we have a scale, a spectrum scale that you can see colors on that we can't see. I don't know how you can see them. Right. But apparently we can see. We but can't animals see can see them, well, right? Maybe. So, or birds can see. Like everything seems to have the ability to see what it needs to survive. So yeah. birds have better vision. Cats, dogs have smell. Like everything is. Is uh, is set up for them to survive, uh, not even as a as an individual, but as a species. I think too much science is based on theory and not proven results. Dimensions are the metrics that physicists use to describe reality. Sounds broad, right? Let's start with the three dimensions most people learn in grade school: the spatial dimensions of width, height, and depth. They are the easiest to visualize. Those are three dimensions. Yes. Why wouldn't they just be one? Well, because it's, like I told you, it's... Yeah, it's all measurement, though. We're measuring space. Why can't that just be one dimension? Why they make it a little easier? Because... Why of... would the three dimensions be all related to space? What if it's a circle? Well, if it's a circle, then it's flat. So then it's just two-dimensional. Yeah, is it? Or is it round? Well, if it's a globe, then, then it becomes three-dimensional. Uh, this is all theory. No, this, this is not... This How is, do you prove any of this? How do you prove just because it's a globe, it's three-dimensional? Because it's... Because it casts a shadow. Uh, this is all hopcock. Okay, Dave. Yeah. I don't understand any of this science stuff. Well, you can say you don't understand it, but you can't say it's wrong. I can't say it's right. That's the problem. The spatial dimensions, width, height, and depth are the easiest to visualize. A horizontal line exists in one dimension because it only has length. A square is two-dimensional because it has length and width. Let me ask you something. Is time a dimension? It's the fourth dimension. Well, if human, if t time is a human-made-up thing, mm -hmm. how can it be a dimension? Add depth and we get a cube or a three-dimensional shape. Time is not a, hum a made-up thing. Time is... The word is made up, but time is exists. The trees, the, their leaves fall because time passes. We die because time passes. Time mm. is the measurement of that. We made up the word, but not the concept. We didn't invent time as a thing. 
<clears throat> anyway, uh, a square is two-dimensional because it has length and width, add depth, and we get a cube, or a three-dimensional shape. These three coordinates are used to pinpoint an object's location in space, but space isn't the only plane we exist on. We also exist in time, which is where the fourth dimension comes in. Once we know a dot's altitude, longitude, latitude, and position in time, we have the tools needed to plot its existence in the universe as we know it. But some physicists who subscribe to string theory argue there's more to reality than the observable universe. String theory states there must be at least 10 dimensions of space plus one dimension for time. But there are physicists who argue that there are more. Some posit a universe composed of 11 space dimensions. But to really blow someone's mind when they ask how many dimensions there are, say 26. That's the highest mainstream physicists are willing to go. Hmm. I have no idea what any of this means. So, again, it was Neil deGrasse Tyson saying that we only see what we need to see to survive that made me question what don't we need to see to survive? And so then I, I went into this uh, in, this uh, interdimensional beings deep dive. And some people believe that UFOs are interdimensional. Some people believe that ghosts are interdimensional, that they're not really ghosts who we think they are. They're just, they're just beings of, of something without, you know, they don't look like us. They're not shaped like us. They might be just made of light. Who knows? But that they sometimes uh, cross over. Or not even cross over. We just can't see them. They might just be here in this room with us. We could be in some weird interdimensional subway platform and we would never know because we don't need to see it or hear it. It's possible. Well, anything's possible, but I just, I find this kind of like interesting. But it's too, it's too, it's too, uh, it's not concrete enough. Well, okay. When we do these uh, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and deep dark secrets, they're never really concrete. It's just kind of fun stuff to do. Yes, but this is out there. I mean,. It's all out there. The Phoenix Lights, Bigfoot. It's all, but it's I fun. I like the Don Henley. The Don Henley, you know. The Don Henley, there was an arrest record. There was a newspaper article. So, yes. A little more concrete. Blippi is pretty concrete. That's fine. He's a piece of shit. Yes. But, you know. I don't know. Physicists. There's man. a reason unsolved mysteries are unsolved. I don't unsolved. know about that shit, man. What kind of person becomes a physicist? Michio Kaku. Man, that sounds like a curse. His name? Yeah. Don't say that shit. Don't say it three times in the mirror at midnight? Michikaku, isn't that some sort of uh, thing that happened in the in Latin America? Michikaku. I don't know what you're talking isn't about. Isn't that like Aztecs or something? Oh, Montu, Machu Picchu? Something yeah, like Machu Picchu. Okay, no, I don't. Uh, no, uh-uh. No. What's the other guy? <laughs> Montezuma? Yeah. Okay. The Revenge. Now, who's the other guy? I don't know. Damn, he I'm killed all the Aztecs. I'm running. Uh, Cortez. Cortez. Cortez the killer. Okay. Now this shit I can relate to. 
Okay, but that's not. This is this is facts. Uh, these these are things I can grab onto. All right, these are a few of my favorite things. Okay, but then you have to tell me. You know what? I'd love to do a show about uh, Machu Picchu. Well, I'd rather do that than Michio Kaku. But see, you don't tell me these things. Well, and when I, I say Michio to you, Kaku Dave, to... today's going to be an Unsolved Mysteries, Deep Dark Secrets, and uh, Conspiracy show. You don't say, oh, those suck. I hate those. I don't hate them, but I, I can't verify any of it. Yeah, but you, Dave, you are displaying a disdain for this whole fucking process today. Well, I disdain physicists. Well, you shouldn't. I feel like they're full of shit. Okay. Well, all right. That that could be. They could be full of shit. No, I don't know. Is a theory something you can prove, or is it just a theory? Well, all I know is that... Is the concept of a theory questionable? Everything is questionable, I think. How about an unproven theory? Or is that redundant? I have an unproven theory that Johnny Orlando and Susan... Now we're on to something <laughs> I can get behind. Okay. Well, that's... See what I'm saying? I don't, but there might be people out there who don't believe that that's true at all. It's not. Okay. But you know what's not true? What? Uh, me. <laughs> I am bent. I'm like a rim that's bent. I am not true. You are... Untrue. I, I need to be trued. Ugh. I need a spoke wrench. I don't know what you need, bro. Well, that spoke's a little out of line. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that I can see. That's not theory. You got a wheel that's bent. You can fix the spokes. Okay, say we were in Phoenix, and oh, we saw man. a boomerang-shaped uh, craft that was a mile wide fly over us, making no noise and uh, with lights on it. Would you say... I'm pretty sure that's ducks, or would you just be like, okay, I this is uh this is something that I've never seen before, and it's clearly uh out from out of this world. What that's would, probably what I'd say. That was, then I would start making scat videos. Okay. Then I would become a child enthusiast. I would never allow that. Oh. I would never allow that. Child enthusiast. Now that's the left wing's way of saying pedophilia. Yeah, exactly. Do not let them normalize. Joe Biden's dogs bit someone and they had to be sent away. You know whose dogs didn't bite someone? Trump, because he didn't have a dog. You dumb fuck. Okay, well. You know who's bite? Who you know whose dog didn't bite someone? Checkers. You know the one the dog was named Checkers. Nixon's dog. Yeah, That's Nixon's it. dog never been anyway. Nixon could play classical piano. Can you? No. Matt Bellamy seems to be able to. Nixon can play classical piano and beat the hell out of you in, t- in ping pong. Is that true? Otherwise known as table tennis. I didn't realize. Ping pong is a Chinese slur. It is? Well, why not? You think uh, they call it ping pong? Maybe. That's ridiculous. Ping pong. Ping pong That's ping like pong. saying they call a doorbell a ding dong. Are you trying to cancel ping pong? Uh, yes. That's ridiculous. Then you're as shitty as all those other fuckers. Well... Don't, don't fucking cancel canceling ping, ping pong. pong, bro. That's I just retarded. want you to call it a really respectable name. Table tennis. Ping pong. Ping pong. Dude, that is racist. It is. Man, you know what else is racist? You? Poo-poo platter. Anyone who orders a poo-poo platter ought to get some shit in their face. It's spelled P-U-P-U. Poo-poo platter. What, you want to watch a blippy movie? Okay. I'm just saying. I don't want you to just say it. We got a lot of problems in this world. But one of them is ping pong. One of them is sitting at the table. Ping pong here's is my, not a problem. Here's my string theory. Uh-huh. It's called silly string. Okay. I need a can of it so uh-huh. I can spray it all over the house. No, thank you. All right. 
See what I'm saying? No. Oh. Let I me see. tell you something. Yeah. Uh, There's things I say. Hold on a minute. Uh oh. Yeah. I like to say uh oh a lot. And whoa. Okay. Uh, I'm upset with you. Look. I know, but this is okay. Let me just say this. We are supposed to have a podcast together where we are partners in this well, podcast. We got through this one, but you know, you're throwing we, some shit at me that I can't understand. Dude, we barely got through it. You're adversarial every second. And then when I bring up Blippy, the one topic you said uh, there, that you introduced to me, yeah. you're like, I'm done with this. When we talked about it for six minutes. Was that all it was? Yeah, I just had I just kept going though because it's you, you can't you that's not that's you can't do that. You can't I have something prepared. You can't just be like, "No, I'm done with this now." That's not very nice. We have a show together. All right. Those guys on Good Mythical Morning, they're not adversarial. On they, what? What? What is it? Good Mythical Morning. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. It's good mythical morning. The tap soda, the cookie cereals, the guy when guy with has a beard. And the other guy looks like Blippy. The other guy does not look like Blippy. He could just turn into Blippy pretty easily. No, it just doesn't have a beard. They I was getting some Blippy vibes in that dude. No, you were not. I think I was. Nope. And then you were just uh you know, they just they just do their show. They're very friendly. And they're not even married. And they can act very friendly for the for whatever the show's duration is. Yeah, but they talk about nonsense. I'm very excited about their their shows sometimes. I'm uh, a big fan of the food stuff. All right. So, uh, all right. I'm going to end the show now because I'm not even sure we're going to put it out. That's how adversarial you were. Yeah. No what? No what? It wasn't that adversarial. Okay. Well, when when I'm trying to edit the show later, and you're li- laying on the couch listening along, let's see if you still feel that same way. Mm. Anyway, everyone, this has been episode number one hundred and six of the Middle Age Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast, featuring your pals Dave and Shecky. Uh if you would like to listen to other episodes, you can head over to macpodcast.com and we have all of the other shows there. Um, we also have macradio.com, which is a radio station that is online and you can listen to it in your iTunes. You can listen to it in a whole bunch of ways. Um, it's basically both of our music collections tossed together. See if you can figure out what, what is mine and what is Dave's. Also, we have a YouTube channel where Dave does a lot of reaction videos to songs. And people seem to really like them. Uh, right now, we've got a list of 160 songs right now that we have to get to. So we will get to them just takes a while was there anything else you wanted to say dave no that seems to be all would you like to produce the next episode no i like the episodes just you know i don't know 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to prove some of this stuff, so it gets a little frustrating. I, okay, but you can just, you could ponder, and you could wonder out loud, but one doesn't need to shit on it. Yeah, but this is the thing. Just uh-huh. because I say it's the government and not a UFO from outer space doesn't mean I'm shitting on it. Dave, for example. You, for example, you liked the theory that it was lit up ducks better than it was a UFO. You're missing the point. I didn't say it was lit up ducks. I said that ducks can fly in formation, and if you put lights on them, it would look like a V. But not a mile wide. Well, if there was a thousand ducks, it could be a mile wide. But it says it blocked out the sun, or it blocked out the stars. I know, but did it? Yes, apparently it did. Yeah, but sometimes people see a green car when it's blue. Sometimes, but not every time. Yeah, but I don't think everybody of those witnesses said it blocked out the stars. One or two people you said said that. I don't know about that. I don't know what reality is. <laughs> well, then we're back to the dimensions. You can't prove it. Maybe they were they were interdimensional beings or something, or an interdimensional something or other. If dimension is a thing that really exists, I can't even you can't prove that to me. Maybe the government in that area was playing with some sort of uh, mechanism that allowed people to see interdimensionally. And that's why they they all saw the same thing, because their their sight was... Uh, they were on some other wavelength. Maybe. They all need to be collected and taken away. I don't think that that's right. They were oh. just living their lives. Well, and too late. Okay. You shouldn't have looked. All right. Well, I don't know what to say. They need to be corrected. You need to be corrected. You yeah. really do need to be corrected. Yeah. All right. So, uh, why is why is time why why is one dimension taken up with three things? Why is the three dimensions that should be one dimension? What is that? Dave, this is a three-dimensional thing. Now, why should it, it be one dimensional? Hey, couldn't it be the same it. if we called it one-dimensional? No. How is it not one-dimension? Because one dimension is length. They said one. Well, if you have a, just, what if that was just a third of a dimension? No, that makes no sense. Well, it makes sense to me. It doesn't make sense to you. You're just trying to be contrary. Why do we need so many dimensions just to dis- just to describe space? Because in space, there's there's length times width times height. Can't that just be one dimension? No. How about one category? One dimension is a one piece of paper, or not even a piece of paper, that's two dimensions. One line, one very thin line. Yeah. Going in one direction that's is one dimension. one dimension. When you have a piece of paper that is 8 by 11... Uh, what if the line makes a 90-degree a angle? Is it then two dimension? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think it's still... I think it's. I think it's still the same. I'm so you're not saying sure. a circle is one dimension. A, a, no, a circle is two dimensions. Anything that's an object is two dimensions, because it's got its length and width, right? Mm. Or ra- radius and whatever it is. Yeah. I got a shorter version. Uh huh. One dimension. Here and now is reality. It's called. That's the dimension. All this other shit, can't prove it, 
Forget about it. When you need food, you go to the store. You don't go to the, the chalkboard and write numbers down. You go out and you get that shit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying reality is, is what you do. This other shit is just concepts. Until you take them concepts and make a refrigerator that keeps your food cold, you're fucked. So I'm dealing with shit right here. I can't deal with that physics because it don't seem to make any sense. Besides, we already got that covered. Let's move on and get to what's going on here. You know, how can you concentrate on uh, what's happening if you can't even get what's going down? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you cats out there in the park, you need to stop getting high after school and concentrate on the good things like after school specials. They don't have those anymore. Chachi. Get back to watching Chachi. Uh-huh. Which in Korea means penis. It does? Yeah, that's why when they said Johnny loves Chachi, all the Korean people laughed. Is that true? Are you uh, making that shit up? That's the joke I heard. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's true. I do not speak Korean. See, but that shit's funny. And string theory ain't funny. You know who's not funny? Neil deGrasse Tyson. That motherfucker's a bore. Okay, he's just a scientist. He's well, not Matt Eisman, funny. he's funny. Matt Eisman is not a scientist. Exactly. So, you know, scientists are not cool. I see. Don't try and try and prop them motherfuckers up. I see. Let's, right. let's, let's go to the store and get some food. Not right on the chalkboard. All right. Well, all right. I don't know what to say. You are uh, you are not delightful today. I'm saying if you want to eat, you got to go to the store. Okay, no one is. No one here is saying they don't want to eat. I don't understand who All you're right, talking well, to. No, don't call Grubhub is what I'm saying. Grubhub is like string theory. It's not reality. We have ordered from Grubhub and they have delivered. Yeah, and they make you tip them through some sort of weird app. Okay. I don't want to tip you in person in cash. You could uh, You could do that. Not if you don't touch the food. No, I want you touching my food. Stop touching my food. <laughs> oh, okay. We have not ordered food since the pandemic. Oh, so it's all nonsense, sweetie. I'm sorry. Yeah, this, this whole fucking uh, string theory thing has got me up in the day. Let's just end the show. <laughs> it's all insanity. You're, you have hurt my feelings today. Oh, Jesus. I try to put together a fun show that I find interesting, and I hope that you'll just be like, well... Even if you don't like it, you'll just join in in the fun. But you know what? You just can't. You can't do it. This is my. These are my favorite episodes because they're everything I love. All of this unsolved, the conspiracy, the deep darks. We are just uh, we're opposites. We're opposites, but you know what? If you wanted to do a show on jazz like we did, mm-hmm. you love jazz. Come on, I know you like it. I don't. Unfortunately, I Whoa, don't love my jazz. My wife doesn't like jazz. And, uh, Holy shit. Especially some of the crazier stuff. It's Whoa. very difficult for me to listen to. <laughs> Nobody likes that stuff. But you know what? If anybody goes and listens to our jazz show, I guarantee you there is not one second of me shitting on it. Whoa. Because I just think Dave loves this. Well, jazz, I'm going to try to understand it. I want to talk to him about it. And uh, Jazz is more concrete than dimensions. I see. But that's... You know what? What? D- you you could like dimensions too if i could see him if i could touch him i don't know i don't know about dimensions all right well maybe this is the last episode of the podcast 
Wow. You seem to not like to do them with me. Perhaps you could find a better partner. No. Maybe we can have Colin come up. You two can have your, uh, your, your conversations about Alan. Aaron. All right. All right. Anyway, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I do appreciate it. I'm sure in, in Dave's way, he appreciates it too. Do you? Yeah. Okay. We will see you next time or probably never again. So long, America. Your mom's box. Shut up. What is that, your mom's box? That's ridiculous. The hell? Never say that. Mm-hmm.